You know, in my generation, we remember hearing, or actually being a part of the late night, the great moments of late night, from Jack Parr, Steve Allen, Johnny Carson, Merv Griffin, Mike Douglas, well, it was daytime, but still, it was just wonderful variety shows, but at night, it was wonderful. I remember the Tomorrow Show, the Tomorrow Show, talk about late night, late, it was wonderful. I used to watch that in high school. We we never had VCRs. So you had if you wanted to watch it, you had to watch it. And I'm up to one. Too. I remember one time watching jo, uh, Charles Manson. And one of my dear friends, the greatest moment ever when Pat Cooper was on. That oh, was the best. That's what I grew up with. That's what I grew up with. But that is over. <laughs> That's done. What we're seeing right now is something that is just incomprehensibly horrible. Horrible. Now, I want to talk about that for a moment. But I also want to talk about something which is really interesting for me. Really interesting. And that is something called an EMP. Now, most people, chances are, if you're watching me, you know what an electromagnetic pulse is. If I were to tell you a Carrington event, if I were to tell you some absolutely monumental electromagnetic pulse, some solar flare catastrophe, or, I don't know, all this balloon stuff. You know, there's some people who are opining that what a wonderful delivery system that might be for something horrid. Well, let me talk to you about these great folks at EMP Shield. They've invented a device that you can hook up to your vehicle or your home that will protect against the threat of an EMP. And the technology is undergone testing at Keystone Compliance, which is a military-certified facility, is listed by the Department of Homeland Security. And what I want you to do is I want you to go to this link and just see for yourself what I'm talking about. It is incredible, and it is so monumentally wise. It's called EMP Shield. There's the information. Do your research. Just read for yourself and you'll think, oh my God, this is real, kiddos. This is not a joke. This is something that I think you know about. So it's called EMP Shield and use that link and you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, let's talk about some things. Some things just end. Disco, flared leg, bell bottoms, things. They just, it just kind of ends. Certain things end. In my, again, my generation, we went from 45s and then LPs and then cassettes and A-tracks. From AM to FM to every kind of rock that was, actual concerts. It was, it was listen, I think, I, I think mine was the best generation ever. Not the, not the greatest generation, but pretty close to it, in terms of what we enjoyed. And when it came to late night, and the guy who really changed it in, in current time, I think one of the most important pioneers was David Letterman. David Letterman did one of the greatest... When David Letterman first started, he was, it was so unique and mondo. Late at night, SNL, I never thought SNL was as great as they think. I never got Belushi, never understood it, never, never got it. SCTV was genius. I know that's comedy. It's a different genre. I understand. Notice I speak French. Genre. Milieu. Oeuvre. 
Anyway. But John Stewart, in terms of late night, remember his letterman, then he left, but John Stewart really was, he was less obnoxious, he was better, and at his peak, he pretty much invented, gave Corral and, and uh, what's her name, uh, B, and whatever her name is, uh, Samantha B, she, she lasted about an hour. She was on the Small Engine Repair Network, if I recall correctly, but Steve Carell, him, uh, Rigglesworth, or whatever his name is, and then, of course, Colbert, and all these other people. And then, right at the height, at, or the height, as people say, at the peak, at the peak of this incredible moment, when Donald Trump came along, when, when, when John Stewart was, I mean, when he... Can you imagine four years of Trump? He quits. He quits to run a petting zoo in Jersey or whatever the hell he did. I don't know what. And it's over. Colbert came along. Awful. Kimmel, awful. Jimmy Fallon, I don't get it. This fake laughing. It's like the Seinfeld with the comedians in cars with the coffee. Everything, ah! Have you heard when these comedians, they sit around and they make lame jokes and they laugh like they're going to die. There's just this, 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 listen, it was very sad when Norm Crosby died, but come on, Norm Crosby, Norm, Norm Crosby, did I say Norm Crosby? I did say Norm Crosby. Norm Crosby was a loss too. Norm McDonald, MacDonald, Norm Crosby. Bing Crosby, Norm Crosby, Norman Mailer, do the math. But even when, when Norm MacDonald died, they thought this is the end of civil This is the end, the greatest comedy mind of all. Everything's this superlative. Is it okay? Norm MacDonald, this was it? Seriously? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue against who was the greatest. Remember when Bob Saget, <gasps> Bob Saget, Don't get me started with that story. Don't look. Look the other way. Yeah, but should we be... Uh, 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 uh. Don't you want to maybe talk about... That? Nope. Don't Don't you think we should maybe kind of look at maybe some of the... Do you want to go through that factual... The Nope. Okay. Especially when the family says, I don't want to get into it. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Don't look at me. I'm not going to bring that one up. But that was another one. The greatest funny comedy. I'm sorry, but I happen to be uh, around seeing some great, I mean, trendsetter. I remember we were seeing Richard Pryor in, my friend and I saw him in Tabble. At the High Life Fronton years ago. And he had just made the movie Bingo Long or something like that. What's the name of it? It was a very interesting thing. Bingo Long and the whatever the... Yeah, Bingo Long Traveling All-Star and Motor Kings. It was in 76, yep. And he came out, uh, Richard Pryor, and uh, my friend and I were there. And... uh, we didn't notice who was who, and he put the light on it. He goes, yeah, you travel in packs, too. We we're only two white people there, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure, but it was okay. He was incredible. Richard Pryor, 
I've seen Dick Gregory, Mort Saul, Robert Klein, Child of the 50s, was the greatest comedy album ever before he became angry. But that's a different story. The great Pat Cooper, my dear friend, the still with us, in, in main talent. Bob Newhart, the button-down mind of Bob Newhart, one of the most important comedy albums ever. It started the the this notion. They told Bob Newhart, you, you can't do a comedy album. Yes, I can. And this is even before Bill Cosby, and Bill Cosby, irrespective of what he did elsewhere, he was a genius. People forget, too, how things were... The Andy and Andy Griffith broke up. This was before my time, before Andy, but he was a stand-up comic. He was doing the phone routine. Bob Newhart did it. Who did that do? Georgie Jessel. Georgie Jessel started that. Some comedians. I know we're on to comedy, but I never got Milton Berle, and I never, I never, but it was a different generation. But Carlin changed everything. George Carlin was the Lenny Bruce of my generation. George Carlin was it. And it was transformational. Throw into that Bill Hicks, the great Bill Hicks. And they were sort of a part of that kind of an interesting late night sort of thing. Anyway, I know I got onto comedy. Forgive me, I just wanted to. It's my it's my video. I can do what I want. And I'll cry if I want. It's a great Leslie Gorison. Produced, by the way, by Quincy Jones. But I digress. But it's over with now. And now with the writer's strike, the writer's strike, you, you, I wouldn't want to be associated with this. But anyway, the writer's strike, it's over with. The money they're, the money they're wasting on this. And what you're seeing right now is changing everything. What you're seeing right now is changing everything. What you are seeing now is changing everything. This is not the future. This is now. And they don't know this because the people who are hanging on to this this uh, art form don't want it to go away. They don't want it to leave. But it's over and it's done. And it became, uh, not because it was political, because there's always been political. I mean, you know, Will Rogers was political. But it was political, it was boring political. And I've got news for you. It's a different world since 2016. It was a different world since Trump. Everything has changed drastically. And unless you realize what's happening, you miss the boat. I'm going to leave it with that. But remember this. James Corden. Oh, they finally got rid of that thing. This, who watched that? Did you know anybody? Who, and also, uh, Seth Meyers. Have you ever watched that? Who stays up late? Who? What are you going to do? Set the VCR? Set the, set the what? The DVR for that? Who watches this? I've got this. I've got the greatest comedy ever, the greatest everything, on command, on YouTube, on whatever I want, whatever platform. Comedy will never be gone. Late night will never be gone. Conversation will never be gone. But you're looking at a new iteration of it, and that's that's over with. It's done. It's finished. And you know what? It's about time because it's run its course. It's over. That model is done. Next, local news. Oh, dear God. New sports and weather? 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 I've got nine apps. All of them wrong for the most part, but nine apps. And I'm going to wait for six o'clock for the weather? 
what, what, what is it? What is it? Hugh Downs going to come on next? What is this? The fifties? Not the nineteen fifties. The fifties. All right, dear friend. Thanks so much for watching. Having a great and glorious day. Don't ever change. I mean that sincerely. Please like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that indicator to be notified of new videos and live streams. And until then, I beg and treat and implore you to comment as you see fit.